Welcome to the Profit Priority Podcast, where we empower creatives to grow their business, expand their profits, and maximize their personal time. I'm your host, Lorianne Kuntz, wife, mama, and lover of all things business. Here on Profit Priority, we talk about it all, from unveiling money management tips that will help you maximize your profits, to talking about time management ideas that will help you stay inspired to continue to create, and to help you protect and preserve your energy so you can be present in all areas of your life, whether it's business or it's personal. Profit isn't just about money. It's about way more than that. All right, we're going to try this again. I just like recorded this whole podcast and realized that I had my mute button on the whole entire time. So that's super cool and fun for me. I'm pretty sure I did that like multiple times in the last like month and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. So anyways, today's podcast I'm super excited about because it's kind of based off of the current situation I'm in right now, as well as me helping a couple of my clients walk through the same stage of life and same situation. So obviously clicked on this podcast, you know, we are talking about buying houses, what that looks like whenever you are a entrepreneur, you have your own business, things like that, because it does look a little bit different whenever you have your own business and you're not a W-2 employee. You don't have like your normal paychecks to show your typical, your income's about the same every single month type of thing. It is different whenever you have your own business. And you need to prove to your lender that your business is solid, that it's going to provide income that's going to pay off the mortgage that you are getting. Um, This also applies to like other loans too. So we want to make sure that we have the correct stuff. And so really what kind of sparked this is because currently I'm in the middle of moving. Okay, so me and my husband, we are moving out to a farm that we purchased from from his parents. Um, so it's a 75 acre farm. We're completely doing a renovation of the house, like super fun. It's dream farm. I'm super excited. It's amazing. We just closed on the sale of our house, current house last Friday. So we are like right in the middle of all of this. Um, and then also at the same time, I have two clients that are walking through the same thing. So they are wanting to buy a larger home. One of them's buying their dream home. One of them's completely moving, like completely away from their current place. And then they also do like Airbnbs as well. So there's a lot going on in like the real estate world right now. I also have some clients that are real estate investors. So obviously they need to have accurate financials. Even if you're just looking into buying things or renting things for Airbnb purposes, a lot of times you're required to provide accurate profit and loss balance sheet, things like that to be able to do that, to be able to um, host, have your Airbnbs and be an Airbnb host. So whether you are looking for buying a home for you, buying your dream home, buying or investing in real estate, whatever it is, you are going to have to get most likely, unless you're paying in cash, which if you are, that's amazing. Uh, most likely you're going to have to get approved by a lender for a mortgage, right? So most of the time, whenever you have your W-2 employee, your traditional job per se, you just give them the past like your past paychecks, you give them maybe your last tax return for the last couple of years, they have all the information they need. Well, as a business owner and as a business, they are going to need more from you as the business owner than just that because not everybody has those W-2s. Not everybody has that. So they want to look at the full picture, okay? So 
They want to see everything that's happening and see if they you have a solid, a consistent business, a good business plan, consistent um, ways to where they know that they're going to be getting paid every single month. So they don't want to like give you a big mortgage and then them not get paid and it would be like a complete mess. Like obviously no one wants to deal with that. And then for you too, like you need to be able to look at your finances and know what you can afford and what you can't afford. And by the way, if you go get pre-approved, does not mean that you need to spend that much money. So just because they're saying you're pre-approved for something, you need to make sure it makes financial sense for you to be able to make those monthly payments to your mortgage. Okay. So I'm going to give you six things that you might need um, whenever you're going to apply for a loan or a mortgage. Um, now, these are some things that I personally, I've seen some other people have experienced this and have had the same things. And I want to make sure that we like get the list. But again, your lender might be a little bit different. They might require some more information. They might require some like not as much information. But the goal of what I'm trying to say is that you have to provide more than just the normal employee, like normal job W-2 employee, because you have the business. Okay. So number one, we are wanting to, or they are going to want to provide your business description. Okay. So you want to give them uh, just an overview of like, hey, look, this is what I do. This is how we operate. This is what goes on. This is how long I've been in business. Just kind of an overview, like a, I don't know, elevator pitch kind of, not really because you're not trying to sell that to them. Basically trying to tell them like what's going on. All right. Tell them what type of business you have. Number two, two years of tax returns. Now, this might look a little bit different depending on the type of business you have. If you are an LLC or a sole proprietor, that goes on a Schedule C and that gets attached to your personal tax return. So it's all in one place. You just give them your personal tax return. If you are a C Corp or an S Corp, I don't really know of many C Corps now. That's kind of an outdated strategy, but that's a, another topic for another day. Um, but if you're an S Corp, then you have two different tax returns. You have a business tax return, and then you also have a personal tax return. So they will probably require both of those. So you'll need to have your tax returns available. If you don't have them, you could probably ask your accountant or your CPA, but you really should have them. Like you should make sure that you store them and keep track of them so that you can quickly give those to your lender or for some reason if you ever need them. Um, some other things that you might need six months of profit and loss statements or more. So they want to see month over month how your business is performing, how your income's going, the different trends. They, there might be um, different fluctuations month over month. And I know um, a lot of my listeners are photographers or other creatives, and we have really like some high up and down months. So they want to see those and see how we manage that and how we respond as business owners on what we do with that money, how we are handling the high up and down months. High months and low months is what I'm trying to say. So we they might want to see six months or more of the uh, profit and loss. And again, if you are not up to date with your bookkeeping, then if you are trying to buy a house and they're like, the lender's like, hey, by the way, we need six months of profit and loss statements. Um, Are you really going to be able to do that within like six to 12 hours? Like, no. Okay, that's not going to happen. You're going to be stressed out to the max. If you can do it, that's amazing, but it's going to, you're going to be stressed out to do it. Okay. And they might not be right. But on the flip side of the coin, if things are up to date, if they are accurate, all you have to do is go pull that statement and email it over to your lender. So for example, 
I, like I said at the beginning, I have two clients that are walking through this right now. And those clients emailed me, I would say probably, probably within like a week of each other. They're like, hey, can I have my um, most recent balance sheet and my most recent profit and loss? Um, and it was right after the, we closed out the month of January. And so I'm like, hey, yeah, those are attached to your monthly email. And so they were able to go pull that and send it in and they got approved and everything's good to go. So very seamless. They thanked me multiple times for making the process easy and not overwhelming and stressful. So very easy for them to do because their books were up to date and they didn't have to do a bunch of back work. Hey, do you ever wonder if something can be classified as a business expense? What are business expenses? What are deductions? Well, I have something for you. It is my free business expense and deduction guide, and it walks you through exactly what they are, what tax write-offs are, what the IRS claims are allowed to be business expenses, as well as giving you a list of what I see common creative entrepreneurs use for tax deduction. So head over to www.lauriancoots.com slash deduct or click the link in the show notes to grab your free guide. Okay, now back to the episode. Now, on the flip side of the coin, I am currently working on a few cleanups that are a couple years back, which means they don't have their tax returns. So that knocks out that. They don't have any profit and loss for the last couple of years. They wouldn't have that. And they wouldn't have any balance sheet because that's another point that we're going to have to get to the lender most likely is your most recent balance sheet. So if you're behind in your books, it doesn't only affect your financial status, like your financial information. It also affects, obviously, your tax return if your tax returns aren't filed. But if for some reason you're ready to invest in real estate or you find a dream home, you find something that parks up and you're like, oh, my word, I really want that. Like, I really think it's time to move or I'm time to buy my first home. Well, guess what? Your stuff isn't ready to do that. And it's going to probably put you in a position that you're not able to get that house. So we have to have up-to-date bookkeeping, all right? Like I said, another thing is a recent balance sheet. The reason why they need the recent balance sheet is because they want to look at your assets and your liabilities and the debt-to-equity ratio. All that's saying is making sure that you don't owe a bunch of money and that everything is going to balance out because they're obviously not going to give you a giant mortgage if you have like a ton of money and a ton of debt. Okay. So because they're seeing that you can't pay that off, essentially. Again, this is not me saying that's bad. I'm just saying they are looking for the debt to equity ratio and making sure everything balances out right. And that they are giving out their mortgage and pre-approving you or approving you knowing that you are going to be paying those monthly bills, okay? Um, Okay, so that was number four. Okay, so number five. This is one that I'm not sure everyone's going to be asking for, but 24 months of bank statements. Um, If you have accurate profit and loss, accurate balance sheet, I don't really see why this is necessary, um, but I have heard that this is something that they do require sometimes to just kind of go back and see like how much money you're bringing in Um, how much expenses you're taking out of the account. Another reason why we need to have separate bank accounts for our personal personal expenses and our business expenses and the income uh, because they're going to want to look at your business accounts, all right? So they're going to want to see how that lines up with the profit and loss in the balance sheet. So again, 
and to be in favor of the lender whenever you're buying a home, you're going to need to have separate finances and make sure everything is organized and up to date. Um, another thing that some people might have, and I would say not only for the lender, but also the seller of the house you're trying to buy, is a pre-approval letter from the lender. So that's more for um, the seller. That's what I was trying to say. And in our situation, so we just closed on our current house, like the sale of our current house on Friday. So it's currently Tuesday. So literally a couple of days ago. And I mean to tell you, whenever we listed that house, it was crazy. Like it went so fast. Um, we listed it on a Monday at like 3 or 4 p.m. And that night we had showings. And then the next Tuesday we had showings back to the back. There was like 15 showings. We ended up with like six offers and it was like just bam, 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 bam. And what happened was it eventually ended up going over asking price, which is incredible. And I was not expecting that. Um, but we had to decide on whose offer we were going to accept. There were six different offers. And for us, obviously, you can go with whoever gives you the highest offer, right? Okay, we can do that. Um, but also our realtor, which we ended up listing, and that's a whole nother topic for another day also. Um, but guys, we thought about selling our house by on our own, which I don't even know why we entertained that idea. That was not a good idea. But man, we just had a great client experience with this realtor. I need to tell you, like, I, I'm big about client experience. Obviously, you guys listened to my last episode, then you know how much I value client experiences. Okay. So this girl was amazing. Okay. She's incredible. We were thinking about listening, listing our house. I mean, I don't know if we were thinking, like we knew we were listing our house early in 2023. So this was last fall. We had some friends that were interested in buying our house. We didn't really know how much we were going to list it for. So we talked to a couple of different realtors. This girl came out, talked with us for about 30 minutes. was like, hey, this is what I would, I would list it for. Um, it ended up that our friends didn't end up buying it. And so who did we call whenever it was time to sell our house? We called. Mary. So great, grand old Mary. She came out because she had already created a relationship with us. She had already um, really established that network and that relationship with us because she spent time at the beginning. So called her. She was great. Like had everything lined up, went really fast, got pictures done, uh, texted us. She had this little automated system for everything. Like things were amazing. And then um, she when, during our closing, and then I promise I'll get back to what I was trying to say. But during our closing on Friday, she had a complete binder with everything, all of the information, and then all of her like referrals out. And I mean, okay, she's been in the real estate business for like 30 years. So she was a little old school on this. But point was great client experience. She had like all of her preferred like, I don't know, business references for anyone's like needs to buy a house or like needs housework. I mean, um, like the plumber guy, the contractor, whatever it might be. I don't even know. I haven't completely looked through it. But she had this whole binder of like little business cards and the information about the house we sold and the information about the the farm that we were buying. And then she had um little envelopes like it's basically like our home um our home binder for like our new home that we kind of always keep. And then obviously her name is Forefront and she had like a bunch of branded materials. And they're, okay, obviously outdated a little bit. But the point is, good client experience. And then 
We close Friday and then Monday we get flowers in the mail congratulating us for selling our home and like saying best wishes for our new home or something like that. Just great client experience. So yeah, everyone have a good client experience. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. Okay, pre-approval letter. Yes. We had six different offers and we didn't only look at how much they were offering, but we also looked at um, how much they were putting down on the house and if they had a pre-approval letter and what that was. Because if they did not, then that was like more of a risk that the offer might fall through with their lender and we might have to put it back on the market. So we wanted to make sure that they were pre-approved and ready to go to where the chance of them of it falling through was like a lot lower. So that was a big thing for us because we did have so many different offers. Um, obviously, not everyone has that experience and not everyone is in the position that they just like choose one of their offers, you know, but we were very blessed with that. So anyways, those are the six things that they might ask you. Key thing to take away from this episode is just to make sure you have your books up to date. And if you have not done your 2022 books, start there. Start month by month. Start January, February, and March. And another thing I want to touch on this is that the longer you wait, the harder it is to do it. I'm currently in the middle of doing a three-year cleanup, okay? And what we're having problems with and what we're running into is that it's hard to get the statements and it's hard to get any downloadable information from the bank and the credit cards because they basically don't hold that information for more than like most of the time, I would say two years. So yeah, make sure your books are up to date in caveat. Um, but okay, so that's all I have for you today. Um, I think I'm going to create another podcast just kind of like outlining what's going on with the farmhouse because some of you guys are interested in that. Um, you guys love to hear all about the house renovations. I said I would keep everybody up to date on stories, but we've been so busy that like that hasn't even been able to like happen at all. I've been a little MIA on Instagram, which is totally fine because I honestly like to be on here better than Instagram. So anywho, that's everything. But like I said, I will make sure to give you an update on the farmhouse situation here in the next couple weeks. So all right. Hopefully you guys have a great rest of your day. If you have any questions, make sure you reach out to me and make sure your books are up to date. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Profit Priority Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. This helps our podcast continue to grow and reach others just like you. As always, you can head over to lauriannkuntz.com to join our email list, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at lauriannkuntz.co. That's all for now. See you next week.